you know, oftentimes that first Christmas is talked about as a, as kind of like the screen up there. You know, it's it, the first Christmas is talked about a silent night. We're going to sing that a little later. Silent night. Holy night. All is calm. All is All is not always calm on that night. Did you just follow with me in the story that I read a little bit ago? The Bible and what it has to say? All is calm? And the shepherds living out in the fields nearby were watching their flocks. It was calm then. And then an angel of the Lord appeared to them. The glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. That's not calm. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That's not calm. will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign. Find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When Jesus was born, there was a major party going on in heaven, and it spilled out onto earth. As heaven came down and that party of what had took place as celebrating the birth of Jesus, all the angels, a great company of heavenly hosts, angels appeared, praising God, singing in glory to God and all that took place. The sky lit up with heavenly fireworks. Not just because of the star, not just because of what the angels would have looked like, but... It says, and the glory of the Lord shone around. You may have been to some good Christmas parties through the years. But I'm pretty sure none of them are like this Christmas party. Heaven's Christmas party. Amazing. Spectacular. Celebration. You know what? We often talk about trying to make sure that we can celebrate Christ in Christmas. What if we decided to join heaven's party? To join heaven in the party and the celebration that takes place. Not just that first Christmas, but continues to take place even today. Now, you might wonder, we know why we're celebrating, but why would heaven have so much joy? Because the joy of God comes... The joy of God came when the gift was given. We need to remember that the joy of God came when the gift was actually given. Like in this video we just saw a few minutes ago, the boy who couldn't wait to give that gift. He couldn't wait to give that gift to his mom. Truly all of heaven couldn't wait to give the gift of Jesus. I mean, it, it only makes sense. Have you ever bought a gift way ahead of time? 
You know, it, it was just at the right place, the right, you knew exactly what you wanted to get. It was the right price, and that was the time to get it. It wasn't right around Christmas, but you bought it, and you put it in a closet. Now, more than likely, you didn't forget about it if it really had any kind of special meaning to that gift and any kind of price that you may have spent quite a bit on it. You don't forget about something like that. And every time you open up the closet where you hit it, oh, by the way, that might not be good that I just said that tonight before. Just pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, He didn't say that. but you just think about that. Every time you open that up, you're thinking about a gift. I spent a lot of money on that gift. I, I really, and I didn't just do it. It's not about I spent a lot of money, but I did it because I really love this person, because I really care about them. And not just this, but because this gift is so awesome for them. This gift that I got, they are going to love. They've asked for it. They, I know they need this gift. Desperately, they need this gift. And And... I just can't wait. And, and, and we think, just like that boy, I keep asking. I wonder if the angels kept asking, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Because they wanted to give that gift right away because they knew the condition of man. They knew what our need was here. This moment, Christmas gifting had been planned. This gift had been planned before time itself. All of heaven and earth had waited since the fall for this birth of Jesus, for the love of God to come down to man. You know, we wait nine months with joyous anticipation for a child to come into the world. And, and sometimes we can think that's a long time, especially as he gets towards the end there. Thinking, man, is this baby, we just experienced that. Is this baby ever going to come? You know, just thinking. But all of heaven waited so much longer than that for the gift Galatians 4 says that it was the fullness of time, the very exact, perfect, and everything had come together for that time, but everything had to wait to that point. But they knew about it. Clearly, back in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, it talks about the Messiah. It talks about Christ coming because of what took place at the fall and sin entered the world. That was 4,000 years before Christmas, at least. And then throughout history, our history, the prophets spoke of this coming of Christ again and again. Even uh, Isaiah, I read that from chapter uh, 7 and chapter 9 at the very start of the service this, this evening. 700 years before Christmas, before Jesus came, Isaiah spoke those words about him. All heaven knew. They couldn't wait for the gift to be given. And that's why there was such shouting with joy and excitement. Christmas is finally here. Now we have, you know, and and we got to remember, yes, there are people who can't wait for Christmas here. You know, there there are those who say, oh, I just can't wait. They, you know, they've... uh, not, t- not, not tomorrow, but the next day they'll start counting how many days until Christmas, right? You know, it's, it's going to be there. Although it's easier to count how many days before they put Christmas decorations up. But um, either way, you start counting. They, they just can't wait. But it's different. Because most of the time what we can't wait for Christmas is 
is about stuff that is special, but it's it might be the music, it might be the decorations, the cookies, Christmas trees, it might be special foods, the fun that you have. Uh, it might be cookies, it, it might be time with family, it might be presents, it might be cookies. It, it, it might be a, a number of things that you just can't wait for. They just, they just are at Christmas time, and, and we're excited about that. But that's nothing to even come close to the amount of excitement that was built up in heaven, all knowing what the need was, all knowing what the gift was going to be, and all knowing that the time is it time yet. And in that moment, The angels could finally say, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. <coughs> it had come. The time had come. The Lord had come. The joy of heaven spilled over with a mighty army of angels singing about the one who was born, the Savior. The one that says in Matthew that she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. This Jesus, more not to bring judgment on those who are naughty or not nice, but this Jesus who said that he came in Matthew chapter 19 to seek and to save the lost. The reason He came to be Savior of the world was not just to be born for us, but so that He might die for us. The Savior of the world that came as a gift for God so loved the world, John 3.16, that He gave His one and only Son that whoever would believe in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God... In the next verse, 17, did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This is why there was joy to the world. This is why the party in heaven spilled out into earth and all that took place as he came as that song, Joy to the World. He came to make his blessings flow, flow as far as the curse is found. A joy that came from God. That came from his heart. In fact, the joy that was his very heart. And that day, God gave a present that first Christmas that was his very presence. Believe it or not, less and less people have not merely forgotten the Christ of Christmas. There are many people today that have never even been told to begin with. There are those who literally do not know the story about a baby in a manger or anything else. And as sad as that may seem, there are even those then that know the story, but they don't know anything more than it's just baby Jesus. I think the Christmas story is cool. Yeah, I really like that, the baby and angels and wise men and shepherds and all that. And then, you know, just like that, that's a really cool story. And to them, he's still a baby. They really don't connect 
that that baby Jesus is the same Jesus that hung and died on the cross for our sins. They literally do not know because no one has told them. This same Jesus is the one that can live with power in our lives, the one who is the one and only way to the Father. There can be such joy in heaven because of the Lord Almighty, the bright and morning star, the strong deliverer, the one who is faithful and true, our hope of glory, the Lamb of God, the light of the world, the Redeemer, the Savior, our friend, has come. They knew that. And sometimes maybe we don't always get it, but heaven got it and they came with a celebration of joy. How can there not be joy to the world? How can there not be a heavenly party of this Lord of Lords, this King of Kings, this mighty God, wonderful Counselor, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace? For He has come. He has come to earth. Emmanuel, God with us. And this is the moment that heaven has waited for in this point in time. For all has come to this, what earth has needed most. And in that night, the gift was given. And all heaven, including God himself, took great joy in giving the gift. Just like that boy took so much joy in just giving that gift to mom. God's joy is so much more than that. But here's the thing. When we think about these celebrations of joy that is still going on. The joy of that boy giving that gift to mom is not fulfilled, is not completed until what? If mom just takes the box and says, oh, thank you, this is such a pretty box. Oh, I love the box, you really did a nice job, and then just sets it by the, on the side. That boy is going to be going crazy, right? He's <clears throat> like, open it, open it, open it, open it. That's a part of the joy. It's not just that he gave it. He couldn't wait to give it, but he couldn't wait for her to open it. As this came from his heart to her, something that she could use, something she could need. This whole talk of a, a celebration of joy happening in heaven and touching earth at Christmas is a joy that what was given would make a difference here. Not just a joyful party about there, but a joyful about what was going to happen here. The complete joy-filled expression happens not just in giving the gift, but the joy of God comes when the gift is opened. The joy came when He gave it, but it's not fully fulfilled until that gift is opened. The angels brought good news of great joy that will be for you, for all people, it says. And then in verse 11, Today in the town of David has been born to you. You. Not not just earth. Not just mankind. But this gift came for you to be opened 
by you. Now, you can imagine, many of you know, uh, we recently, probably wasn't that, it it still seems recent to us, we moved to a new house. Uh, We actually moved to Oil City, you know, quote, uh, we were here. And, uh, And you can imagine that there are still things we haven't a clue about where they are. And I feel like I've opened every box. I don't know where things are. But maybe you can also imagine that there are things that we found that we had forgotten we had in the 15 years we were at the last place. That somehow it got put in a box or something and, you know, here we find something uh, 15 years later. Oh, look at this. Yeah, I remember that. That was so, that was, I love that. You know, Roberta, I can remember her saying about something. I don't remember what it was, but that, that was really like that. Well, I, I want you to imagine with me if, with that, as we're going through the stuff, we find a box by uh, uh, that our oldest child left. Uh, it took most things, but in a box that the oldest child left. And what to our wondering eyes did I find? My wondering eyes did I find? But an unopened Christmas gift from 2008. Now, technically, I knew it was unopened. If I mean, you'll understand what it is. I, I would have known that this was unopened because of what's in it. In fact, he would have been asked, "Hey, did you open that gift?" Uh, and and you know, no, I didn't. I didn't get to it. I, I yeah, I, I forgot to open that. But it was an important gift, not just from my heart, it was a gift given, but it was something that they needed. They needed when the car broke down. They needed when they needed a new car. They needed when they went off to college. It was an important gift. And it was just left unopened. You open the box here. You can see... It is a check. A check for $2,000. Now some of you are going, wow! And you forgot at the beginning, I want you to imagine with me because <laughs> just Josiah's here and I want him to just know that that was all imagination getting a $2,000 check from Dad. Okay? <clears throat> but... $2,000, it's not just, wow, there should be like a, whoa. You didn't open this? It, it, well, it was just small. You know, I didn't think you forgot about it. It was $2,000 and all the pain and all the problems that he would have gone through. Literally, he did go through cars and things like that and college and all that. Could have been helped or even avoided if he just would have opened the gift. God knows whether we've opened the gift or not. He also knows that what He has given to us, we desperately need. Whether we recognize it or not, because we don't really fully understand what's in there until we opened it up. 
It's not something that's earthly. It's not something that's about money. We're talking about something that has eternal consequences. We're talking about a gift that comes with all the love, the joy, and the peace that we could ever find any place else is in this gift. And here it is, uh, the day before Christmas, so to speak. And there are many of you who are here who still have an unopened gift from God. You see, we're going to have to make a decision. Christmas is going to come tomorrow and then it's going to be December 26th. And for some people, we're not going to think about Christmas until a year from now. And we'll put the gift in a closet or lost it or whatever and hear about it again a year from now. The anticipation that God had, the excitement, had to give that gift is the same excitement that He has when we would pick up that gift and open it. The party that went on when Jesus was born is just as much a party and a celebration when we are born anew. You see, He's the Savior. It says, He's come. They, they, they told us. And what His name was, to come to save people from their sins. That Savior. Luke chapter 15 talks about what man of you, having a hundred sheep, if lost one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine and go after them. And rejoice with me, I found. But there is more, Jesus says, I tell you, there is more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or a woman having ten silver coins, she loses one coin, does not light the lamp and sweep it, sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls her friends together and said, Rejoice for me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Rejoicing in heaven. Rejoicing in the presence of the angels, just like that first Christmas. There was rejoicing in the presence of the angels when Jesus was born and what He came to be the Savior of the world. So there is rejoicing for those who open the gift and receive Jesus as their Savior. Turning to Him. When one sinner comes to repentance, we hear that. But let's face it, uh, sometimes we don't like to hear that, but all. The Bible says every one of us are sinners. All of us have fallen short of what God wants for our lives and what He has laid out, whether it's in something we think or do or say or what we neglect to. And that one thing keeps us from experiencing His joy, not only here, but to experience a joy in heaven. But that's why Jesus came. That's the whole part of the, the, the coming to take our place. He was born so that we could have a new life, in a sense, to be born again and know His joy. You know, the prodigal son is a parable many of us have heard of. 
And we know that the prodigal son recognizes I need to turn around and I need to come back. I need to come back to the father. And what's the first thing the father does? Actually, the first thing the father does is run to him and, and embrace him. But what's the next thing the father does? He says, let's have a party. My son has come back. Let's have a party, a celebration. And we know that this parable of this prodigal son represents God, the father, towards us. He had a party when his son came to earth. and He has a party when we come to him. That's what he wants for us, of us, with us. All of heaven rejoice in that present that was wrapped in Jesus and all of heaven rejoices when we open it, when we unwrap the gift of God's love. Whether we have stayed away or strayed away, whatever it might be, and all the things that we've wrapped ourselves up come to this point where we unwrap the love of God and restore that relationship. You see, this gift that He gives is His Son, not religion. It's not about being good. It's not about uh, doing all this and that and that and even being here on Christmas Eve. It's a gift of His Son, a relationship that's personal, that's real, that's vital, that changes our peace, our joy, and the love that we know. How do we get this gift? John 1.12 says, Yet to all who received Him, to those who believed on His name, He gave the right to become children of God, to receive that gift, to open up our heart, receive Christ, Savior, and Lord. I want us to ask that worship team would come. As they play through Silent Night, uh, if you guys would just play through uh, instrumentally, it's just for us to consider this. And then in a moment uh, as well, even now, we can uh, turn the lights down. (coughs) Just that we would consider joining heaven's party in celebrating like heaven did when Jesus came. That's what's going on. But as well, joining heaven's party by receiving that gift. They reach out to take it, to receive the forgiveness, to receive the relationship with Jesus as Savior as Lord and boss. Lord, I pray that you speak to our hearts this night. That you'd help us to know that you're not just some baby in a manger somewhere. In the same way, neither are you up on a cross somewhere. But you rose from the dead. You live. You can live in us and with us. And you are for us. You love us with an everlasting love. You sing songs over us and rejoice over us with joy. Help us to grasp a hold 
of the amount of joy that you have in those who will receive this gift, this long-awaited gift.